nothing frustrates me more than personal development. I, I feel like there's so much to unpack here, whether it's the coaches themselves, where the industry has headed to, what it was like when I started, which, 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 and more importantly, what is it today? What I know for sure is that there is something important to be talked about when it comes to personal development, because that's the only other bucket outside of religion that people have to go to, to grow, to get better, to find themselves, to find the answers, to heal from trauma, to deal with self. But what happens in a world where personal development isn't so focused on developing the person, but it's masked, it's infiltrated by something else? This conversation whew, is long overdue. And if you have questions about the personal development industry, if you have been sitting close and far and wondering, I want you to sit into this private conversation with two veterans in the space as we walk through what is personal development? What is personal development? And what the hell do we do next? <laughs> Welcome to Build a Damn Thing, a place where myself, Tiffany Largy, and our amazing Do the Damn Thing coaches show you how to use your story to build it all. Whether it's your first six figures, your next layer of multiple six figures, or maybe you're on your way to a milli. And if it's not that, it's the life of your dreams, where you are free, you are strong, and you are whole. First, we're going to show you how to use your story to build a strong foundation. And then next, we're going to show you how to use your story in sales and marketing to clean up the cracks. And last but not least, we're going to show you how to use your story to gather people. Because the uh, truth of the matter is that there's nothing stronger than being connected to people who just understand you as you are where you are so you can stop explaining yourself. I want to remind you that now that you're here, you are home, and I officially welcome you to our family. All right, let's get started. So I decided to look up what is personal development. That's what I was doing real quick. What is personal development? What is the definition of it? Because as I try to define it, I came up with a couple of directions, but I was like, ugh, personal development, according to Wikipedia, we're going to start here with the most, of course, most <laughs> official, but I thought it was really good how it framed it. So personal development or self-improvement consists of activities that develop a person's capabilities and potential, build human capital, facilitate employability and enhance quality of life and the realization of dreams and aspirations. I thought mm, that was that's good. A, that's a good description of it. Yeah, that's I like good, that. right? So, you know, Matt and I decided that we had to have this conversation simply because personal development, I feel like, is just as old as religion. Mm. And it is the only other category on the planet where a human can go to, regardless of color or age, right. to get help. Right. Isn't that not right? Mm -hmm. For now, healing, for growth, for... Yeah. For all the things. Mm -hmm. Matt is a veteran in this space. And I decided that it was like a must to ask Matt this question. Where did personal development take a left turn? Hmm. So, like, when you look at the personal development industry in well, general. When, when you said, hmm, hmm, I was like, oh, my gosh, we don't even have a drink here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Said, I, was like, oh, I, I think like, we need to bring serious? some of the whiskey. Like, <laughs> I think personal development is not monitored by anybody. There's no level of marker. So, like, if you look at psychology, you have to you get a degree in something and there's some type of 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 journey that you take somebody on and Got there's it. markers in personal development 
you can become a coach just by going online and taking three classes and you're like, oh, I'm certified and now I'm going to teach people life lessons. So it's a free for all. Correct. Okay. There's no institution. There's no. There's nobody monitoring what coaches are doing. No, there really isn't. So you can you can be teaching whatever you want, or not even have the have the experiences, let alone the education, to be teaching somebody how to be better. That's one of the the. I think one of the first things is that that there's no marker. There's no authority. Correct. There's That's really the no true authority. Mm-hmm. Someone said to me the other day, "Yeah, but Tony Robbins is the authority." I'm like, um. Guys, his certification program, he developed himself. Right. He was like, you know what? I mean, in all He fairness, becomes the authority because he said he's the authority. Period. I want everyone to hear that. And people then agree with it. They're like, oh, yeah, Tony's the, but he's the one who said he's the authority. Correct. A hundred percent. If you look at all of it, you know, some of the biggest personal development people, they just started talking and teaching and then they grew and people like they, yes, they had some amazing concepts and, and, and exercises and, and ways of improving people's sure. lives, but they didn't have a, somebody that they went to a college and got a degree in life skills. So tell me when you think about, you've been in personal development. I mean, you're probably For almost, almost 20, 20 years. years. Yeah. Whoa. Let's take a moment. Almost 20, 20 years, years since you were four and a half. For sure. <laughs> right. Yeah. Let's go with that. Yeah. Let's go with that. So. <laughs> Um, you've been in personal development for a really long time. Tell me the truth. Has it always been like this? Matt no. has been before. I want, I want to take context. Mm-hmm. Take a moment and think about where personal development is now. And for the person who's listening, take a moment to where like personal development is now. Think of what you're seeing online. Think mm-hmm. of the amount of coaches, coaching programs. Think of the amount of I have accomplished X and you should just trust me because. Mm-hmm. To way back when Facebook wasn't even really around. Right. LinkedIn wasn't around. Let alone the internet. Let alone the internet. You know what? I should have said that. that, That's really truly, I think, when things began to shift. Because you had to study. You had to be a part of. You really had to be... Like, you actually how, had to uh, to do the work. Correct. Yeah. And I, that's honestly one of the biggest things that that I've been I've I've been in the spaces with some of our biggest personal development leaders, and my the biggest thing that frustrates me and irritates me is watching them teach, out of integrity of what they're teaching. They're teaching one thing, but yet you see their lives and it's a hot mess. Or their life, or their their lives are not what they're teaching, not and they at have all. no interest. In, they're not even trying to. Or they say, "Oh, I read these books, and I've got my own coaches, and I do this, and I do that," and yet no. And yet no. I've never seen you do that. Yeah, I get that. And I'm with you twenty four seven, practically. Yeah, I get that too. That's not cool. Not at all. Not at all. Because it- because what happens is then you're setting expectations on other people that you're not even doing yourself. You know, I believe that the personal development industry is at the as at the foundation for so many of the world's problems. Mm. I want everyone to hear. I want that to be on record. And it is simply because of that. I, I truly believe in energy and I believe energy is real. Mm-hmm. And I believe that energy transfers. Correct. And every time I see a coach or a person who is in my space, I'm on stage with them and I know what you were like behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. I saw you an hour right. ago. We were at the same thing the night before, you know, like, mm-hmm. like, and I watched that person get on stage and do the show and the hype. And then I think of the energy that is transferred 
Mm-hmm. And in the untruth of who that person is, what they have just taught, what they are telling people to be and do. It's kind of like I remember when I very when I first started teaching, which was 2014. So um, I'm running this business and I am I won't say a nerd, but I'm definitely behind a desk. And the people, people, the companies that I'm partnering with are Xerox and HP. So I'm in the tech space and I'm black and I'm a woman. So I'm like heads down because I'm not trying to fool around and let people know that I'm here and I'm black. Right. <laughs> That's not so I come out, I come into the space of reading a list of the top people to follow in business one year in Forbes. And number one was a woman. Now this is 2014. I'm super fascinated by it. But when I go and I pull my iPad and I look up the ladies list and I'm like, what is she teaching? Mm-hmm. I couldn't process what I was looking at. All I saw was a website and she looked like she was teaching business owners. And I'm like, is she teaching business owners? And at the bottom, there's a book. I see the book. Now, I click the book, it takes me to Amazon, and I begin to be introduced for the very first time to this world called the coaching industry. Mm-hmm. What was real for me was that I really found a free-for-all, not of information, but of someone introducing this concept of, I have the answer, you don't have the answer, mm-hmm. and you're less than, and if you can come up here, then you might be worth something. Right. And I had never really seen that outside of church before, mm-hmm. you know, and it was very fascinating to me. I think it's the only reason why I started teaching in the first place. Now, I remember, I won't say the name, but I remember heading into an environment where there was a heavy play and it was a personal development event, my very first mm-hmm. um, personal development event. And it's 2014 and it's November, I think, or October of 2014. I head to this event and I am baffled because I'm looking at a room where there's a psychological play on you are less than you sit in the back. You are worth more. Mm. You sit in the front. Right. Um, berating people from the stage. It, it, and not berating that we I'm sorry. <laughs> I just got this word degrading but, yeah degrading but really putting people down on people that are already weak that are people that are that, already and weak. and that's that's the thing about personal development is it calls forth the people that feel weak not that they are weak no. but that they feel weak and so they're looking for answers so it's almost like you already know that this can be a potential victim but they're looking for answers but they're also looking for a doctor Correct. Because it's not just answers. There's somebody to fix them. They're wo- or, or they're wounded. Right. They just need a little care. Right. But that's what, like, the, the people that are, that take advantage, uh, that are in the personal development Say industry, that, that take advantage of those people, they know what they're doing. They make me sick. And the, the thing about it is, is that it begins, there are so many people that are out there that truly do want to make a difference. And they go through and they water down, they, they give a bad name to the coaching industry. And that's kind of what started this conversation was I was talking with somebody and I was like, oh, they said coach. Yeah. And I was like, I hate being a coach. Not that I hate coaching. Yeah, yeah. I hate that somebody, that the word coach attached you because it has such a gross, icky feeling now. It used to mean something. It used to mean that you were truly making a difference. But there are so many people that are taking advantage of others that are more more concerned about the bottom dollar than they are in actually changing somebody's lives. 
they can have somebody in a program for three years and that person never have a win. That person at the and end of the three. they know they don't have a win. Exactly. And they re-enroll them and they resell them. Oh, you know what? It's because you were in the platinum program. But if you were in the super diamond program, right. you would have gotten that answer. The reason why is because you weren't. The first hundred thousand wasn't enough. Or they only give them enough information until they can buy the next program. You know what it's like for me? I'm going to tell you the truth. So I go to this, I, I, and I'm thinking about 2014 because this is really when I think I began to get like seriously sick. I'm watching this entity teach other people how to build a seven-figure business. Now, hmm. I built a seven-figure business. Brick and mortar did not do it online without a funnel, but it didn't change the fact that at a minimum, I knew the basic formula for how to build one. And I'm, I'm listening to this, this show of, uh, of this show, period. And all I could see at the end of this was, it's like, here, you want to make a cake? Okay, no problem. The person comes because they're so excited about making a cake. And the person on stage, and mind you, I want to say that this is not a one-off. I then saw this over and over again. It is what forced me to go and stop what I was doing, make a right turn, and head into personal development to build do the damn thing. It is mm. the sole reason because I got sick of it. And so the person says, oh, you want to bake a cake? I know how to bake a cake. I know how to bake a great cake. And then they're really excited. And then what happens is this. They go, okay. They look, that wonderful person who wants to pick a cake, they get there, they get to the event, they get to the experience, and then they're like, oh, yay, I have I have vanilla here, mm -hmm. I have flour on the table, they have given me everything, they have mm. shown me the formula, I got vanilla, flour, there is, um, there is cinnamon over here, <gasps> chocolate, yay, and they're looking at all these ingredients that are mm. on the table. So when I was listening in, I'm like, wait a second, wait a whole heck of a second. But there's no eggs. You cannot bake this cake without eggs. Mm -hmm. The cake you're describing cannot be baked without eggs or an egg substitute. On the table, there is no eggs and there is no egg substitute. There's also no milk. Why is there water there? Mm. And what happened and what happens is that the person to the people who you're talking about, mm. the person knows that the cake cannot be baked without the eggs. Right. They are 100% aware before they sat the person down, before they invited them to come. They knew. They knew it, that the average person needed the right size eggs, that they wouldn't be able to maneuver through it. But you know why they did it is so that the person continues to stay sick. It is like Eastern medicine versus Western medicine. Right. They stay sick. Yep. They re-enroll. They sign back up, they continue to come back, and that is exactly how, that is the only way that person begins or, or is able to maintain their superiority, their mm. false superiority. Let me repeat that, false superiority. And they're able to continue to convince the world that they have accomplished something when the truth is that they have only accomplished by preying on those that feel weak at that moment and taking advantage and exploiting their weakness. It is you, the person who only cares about the person as long as they're willing to make their next payment. That is everything that personal development is not. Right. It is just like the pastor who is going to pay attention to Betty Sue's sister Anne 
as long as she continues to tithe. And then he only calls her when she stops tithing for the four months. Right. What kind of bullshit is that? Yep. It is the most frustrating thing to me. And more importantly, I believe wholeheartedly that there are so many people right now at this moment who know how much wrong they have done and their ability, their only thing they know to do is to keep going because you can't fix it. Right. And I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Like at some point in the journey, they were like, oh, shit. Right. So that person is looking at the table. They're so stupidly excited. They're like, oh, I'm going to make this cake. I'm going to make this cake. They get they get started. They go back and, you know, they're mixing the stuff. And then they put it in the oven and they wait. They, they open the oven and it doesn't come out right. And they're like, man, I'm trying everything. Nothing frustrates me more than looking at that person who calls themselves whatever, a leader, a coach, uh, 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 and they're looking at that poor person trying their best, spending their dollars. They know that they took it out of their 401k or equity out of their home. And then they willingly let them make the next payment and take out a cake that nobody can eat. Right. I feel like there's a special place for y'all. You know, it's sad because those people... In the, in, in the people that I, that, that I have seen really came into the industry with a pure heart and yeah. with a pure w- good intentions. And somewhere along the way, they lost themselves. They lost their purpose. Where do you feel like they lost themselves? Because I, I'm going to tell you, I, I, I hear that. And you've said that to me before, like many times. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there is truth to it. And then I look at myself. So... I, I, I think our ego is where it steps in, whether it be ego for more finances, ego for more reach, ego for more um, exposure. There's something that happens that the ego steps in. Do you feel like for all the people that you were thinking of that ego was present at the beginning? I think we all have some sort of, some sense of ego. Yeah, everybody does. But do you feel like when you think of those, like think of the top five on your list and you're mm-hmm. like, don't say them out loud. Right. Do you feel like, do they go, I love being on stage? Most of them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I, like yeah. part of it is they had some, uh, this, I, I'm fed in this way. Yes. Yeah. I get that. Mm-hmm. I understand and, that. And, and then ultimately and then you get lost in that. You, exactly. If that, if more, that becomes, if more. that becomes what your driver is, then you're more attached to, I need this attention, For I need sure. this thing, versus making a change in people's lives. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I always say, you know, in the space of social media and engagement and interacting with people and, and just connection in general, mm-hmm. you should be giving some of your best shit to everybody. Every single person. Like, stop trying to hide, oh, I'm, gonna tell, I'm not going to tell the whole recipe. I'm only going to tell a little bit of this because I want them to, like, sign up for the program. Fuck that. Um, excuse me. Like, let, let them go through and give them all let them go through and consume have a win and they're going to want more let them go and have a win and then they want more i 100 percent believe that you should give everybody the best of who you are for free yes i don't believe in hiding it behind a program or a course or any of the above and the reason why we don't do that or why some people choose not to do that is because they're they don't have enough confidence in the fact that do i have more if i give them all the best then what's next if i give them all the best and what's next so let me ask you this: Where do you feel like the greatest? Um, where do you feel like the greatest opportunity is? Uh, well, before I say that, I believe that their personal development is needed more than it was when I entered the industry. Mm. 
I really do believe that. Mm-hmm. I believe that personal development is, is needed more eight years later than it was when I entered. Right. And I think that it's like not just post a pandemic, but post a world of people having to be isolated and face themselves. It, yeah. We are the only generation right now, mm-hmm. right? Like the one before us didn't really have to face themselves in this way. Right. Well, if you look, if you actually look, like we were living in a society before the internet where we were connected because we were in proximity. Yes, that's correct. We were like we were connected to our church, we were connected to our family, we were connected to people we went to school with, the people in our environment and our neighborhood. We were connected with them because of proximity. Yeah. Then all of a sudden we have this thing called the WWW World Wide Web that opens up the world, communication, connect and, and learning information and seeing other different ideas and different all of this this new exposure opens us up to this and now and then they want us to be connected. The web was created for us to be connected, Isn't but yet it brings us all apart. It does bring us apart. Because now we're being exposed to information that for, maybe we wouldn't have heard about till months later by the time it got on the news and we read the newspaper. Now it's instantaneous. We know exactly. And it gives a platform for everybody to speak. Do you feel like, um, do you, when you look at personal development, do you feel like personal development is really where the human needs to be spending their time now post a pandemic? I believe at life development needs to happen of, of learning. Who am I one getting, getting connected with self, but also learning to reconnect with humanity. I think because of the pandemic, because we were forced to be by ourselves, we were forced to disconnect from family, forced to disconnect from friends. But it's not just forced, a pandemic. But that was a, that was a huge shift. I think the whole world changed when when that happened. The pandemic and Black Lives Mattering. Yes. Right in the center. Mm-hmm. At the same time. But and both of them were designed to separate. And they did. And they did. Successfully. Very, so yeah, very, yeah. We were both. Oh, like, right. Yep. Yep. Yes, they did. <laughs> And 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 but when you think of like and to me when we talk about like spirituality and stuff, there's this darkness that is in this world right now. It's always been here, but it has more power now. It's like running rampant. Yes, and I can feel it and touch it. Yes, yeah, yeah, for sure. I feel and touch it in all types of areas. In and a- everything. I feel like personal development, though, is like a petri dish for it. Because it knows, and you know why? Because that's where the where those, I hate to say that are weak, but those that are not as strong gather there. It's just like when you think about how like darkness feeds off of our hurt, it feeds off of our fears, feeds off of our worry. The more worried you get, the more worried you become because that's all you're focusing on. It feeds off of that. Mm -hmm. So when you collect a a group of people that already feel weak, they feel like they're lacking of something, that darkness is going to then feed off of that energy and be like, oh, yeah, Yeah, you're not good enough. Yeah, Yeah, you're not. Why are you even trying? That dream. Right. That dream. Listen, you screwed up all those other times. What makes you think you're going to do it this time? Absolutely. It feeds off of that energy. Now, personal development is great because I'll, I'll tell you, one of the first books that I read, and, and I, I recommend this to anybody at any point, is The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. 
four really easy steps on, on principles on how to live your life. Those four steps were the very first personal development book that I ever read that changed my life and made me realize, huh, I have more control over my life than I'm, give, than I'm giving myself credit for. Hmm. It is also actually the book that began to bring me back to God and spirituality. What is it called? The Four Agreements. I've never read that book. You've never. I'm gonna buy you that book. I'm gonna bring it for you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. It, it's gonna be on your desk. Four Agreements. The Four Agreements. Uh, by four, Don Miguel. Don Miguel Ruiz. Mm, Don Miguel Ruiz. Yes, he's an amazing man. His son is is amazing. I've got to meet him multiple times, and every time he talks, I just like. But they're four very easy, basic principles to live by. It'll take you literally less than an hour to read the book. What? The book is like this thick. That's why it's, you love it's, it so much. Yes, because it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm just kidding. I, and, but, but and, I respect but, it. But honestly, but it's it, yeah, it, it's, what, it's what changed my life and made me realize, huh. Like one of the first things in there is don't take, uh, don't take anything personal. Like we go through and you might be in your own thoughts and, and it, all of a sudden you do this look like because of your own thought in there. But you just happen to glance at me as you're making that face. And then all of a sudden I'm like, what do I do? Yeah. She doesn't like me. She's thinking negatively. Do I got a booger in my nose? Like all kinds of stuff. Correct. But it had nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. It was all on you. So, But I'm taking it personal. Yeah, yeah, I get that. The other, the other thing is don't make assumptions. I made an assumption that you don't like me because of the look that you made. But now I'm all in my thoughts. All my negative chatter is it's like I turned up the volume from like 2 to 10. And now all of that's blaring. And so now all of these things are going through and it's stopping me because of something that I made an assumption based on what you did. So, Matt, um, I really like the fact that you uh, introduced this book that allows you to do something in an hour. You know, it's like in an hour you can actually make a a new decision, Mm. but in in an hour you can get started. It, it, It took me to a moment I never knew in a million years that I'd even see personal development. But I was asking myself when you were talking, when was my first first development uh, uh, thing moment? And there was this guy that I worked with, and um, we really didn't have a close relationship, but we had close enough where he felt comfortable to one day I was in a car, and I had a really bad day. I was in a car with him. We were riding to an account in Miami, and we were on US1, and I got a call from my ex-husband. And he was yelling on the phone and saying all types of crazy things on this phone. And I was mortified because you could hear it. You know that call mm-hmm. you can hear? And so I'm like, oh, well, well, I'll talk to you when I get home. Like, <laughs> right. I, you know? But he, I hang up the phone and uh, he's quiet. And he says to me, he goes, you know, you don't have to live like that. Mm-hmm. And I had never, we had never crossed that. So I was kind of like. And I mm. kept it lit because I didn't want him to, I didn't want to confirm. Right. I wanted him to be in doubt. He drove me to Barnes and Nobles before he took me to my car and he bought me Think and Grow Rich. Mm. I always think about that day because he walks inside and mm. he's like, hey, we have to stop and go get something. I think we're going to get something for the account. He walks to this area I have never been to called personal development and I mm. never went back for a decade. Mm-hmm. So I don't want anyone to think it was like the start of something new. <laughs> I read that one book and it was like, I got power. Right. Concept. Right. Here's why I'm saying this, because Matt is talking about his moment. I'm talking about my moment. Here we are. Matt has been running this game on um, really leading in personal development for almost 20 years. I've been teaching for eight eight years, but I've been in the space of developing people for almost 20 years because I ran a business for 12 years and I employed tons of people who were the least likely to get hired. 
Mm-hmm. And what's true for me is that what gave Matt the right is the truth and his energy of him actively try- pursuing the himself and the person. Right. Even though it took years to kind of get it right. Even and we're still getting it right. I that's, to say, that, like, that, and that's, that's part of the journey. And I think it, with in, personal, in personal development, there's never a, a final destination. No, there's not. Like, and it's growth. And one of the things that, that we, that when we grow and we expand, there are going to be moments where we're going to bounce back. We're going to have a time, like we can make five steps forward. And yes, there's going to be a time that all of a sudden that negative chatter is going to overtake us. We're going to start to go through and get back into some of the old habits. But what personal development does when you, when you're learning and you're applying what, and you have the right tools, you're able to bounce back and to get yourself out of that faster. Being able to go through, huh, wait a minute. Do I really believe is no? Hold on, that's not true. But you know, I think that there is um, going five and coming back. But I actually think that it's like in a different house. Oh yeah. Because when you get to the pinnacle, your story. Right. It's like you can't go back from that. Correct. Well, you you have new learnings and you have new skill sets. Like you look at, you never go back to the same. It's like a rubber band. When you think about when you first get a rubber band, it's nice and tight, and then you begin to use it and you expand it. A rubber band, once it gets expanded, never goes back to its original size. Yes, I agree. I, I think what I'm saying is that I agree. I, I think where I'm, um, I'm landing is that the for me, I, I feel like the person, you know what? The person who gets into personal development or the people who you say get lost along the way and those pieces, I feel like the missing piece is that they were either never whole or are not whole at this moment. Mm. I feel like it's story because mm-hmm. like, I feel like once you get to the part of owning and your whole cool. story right. and it's truth, not telling that story. Right. You know, I feel like you kind of leave that place and go to another. It's almost like picking up a different size rubber band. Right. Like, like mm-hmm. you're in another category. And I feel like those, like so many people in personal development actually don't know their story. Mm, I, I would totally agree. And maybe that's why they can cycle. Cause like after you learn your, after you own your story publicly, you, you almost can't come back. Right. Like you can't like, like there is no way that I could, uh, I, I could be anything other than what I am right now and how we treat people in the do the damn thing community mm-hmm. or people that are not in our community. If it wasn't for me owning my story, because my story forces me to hold a mirror to myself as a leader every single day, right. which makes it really different when I interact, when, when we do sell programs, when we put them together, when we come up with the price points, right. what, you know, how we manage the person's engagement. It's all based on my story, which holds me the conviction. And I feel like as a leader and as a provider in personal development or business development or whatever, it forces me not only to make sure it's right, but it holds me to the fire of not becoming that. Right. And I think that's the difference between you in personal development and some of our other personal development leaders. They forgot that part. They forgot the heart. They forgot their own story. They forgot their own journey. Maybe they never got to own it all. It, it, that could be. I, but, but I also believe that, that there are people who... They just forgot where they come from, mm-hmm. came from. Yeah. They're like, we on Dr. Phil now. Right. <laughs> you know, they're like, <laughs> right. Yep. Literally. I, I feel like, and they almost have become disconnected from themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So where do we go from here? So number one, um, every person, I, I believe every leader in personal development has a, like, like we have an opportunity here to do this thing better. 
Yes. Uh, and I think that's why it's so important for me to talk about this. We have the opportunity to, to actually heal the world. Like, mm. like outside of religion, which has dot, 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 right? Don't get me started on that. Um, personal development, I, I feel like, holds the keys to the kingdom in terms of people's hearts, access, trust, all of the Humanity. Above. Humanity, getting people to connect, connected, getting them to win internally so that they can win externally. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the truth of the matter is, like, man, if people in personal development, not if we can get together and collaborate and be stronger together, no. If, if like, the personal development leaders could actually take the next 12 months and focus, like, after listening to this, and, and focus on entertaining the idea of actually becoming the kind of leader worth following, like mm. become the leader worth following. And, Come on, and, that part. And, and it's like, if, if you could just take the next 12 months, you know, you know how much power, like you know how much power you have, like how much power you have in either the platform you've built, the people you have, your social media, the connections, who's in your Rolodex, like literally, literally you could change the game for everybody. And, and, and as much as people believe that, the world is doomed. I don't believe that. I refuse to believe that. I will never, not while I'm alive. I believe wholeheartedly that the world was created with solutions to its problems. I refuse to accept the narrative that it just has mm. problems and we just kind of go, well, that's mm-hmm. just the way it is or that's be- just the way it's going to be. Because the minute that you believe the world is doomed, the world is doomed. The world if, is doomed. If, if you believe that. Mm-hmm. Whatever you believe is the truth. And so if you believe that you suck, if you believe that, and then you're going to suck. Or it's hopeless. It's just like, think about like even when you're, when you're in high school or when you're in, in school and you're about ready to take a test and you're like, oh my God, I'm going to fail this test. Somebody didn't study. I'm going to fail. I'm going to fail. And then what happens? Yeah. You fail. Yes, you do. It, you, you make your reality. What you believe, you, our minds, are, and actually I want, I, want, I want you to think about this right now. Where you are in your life. The good or the bad, wherever you are in your life, is a living, breathing manifestation of what's happening up here in your mind. How you think is what shows up in your world. If you want to change your world, you have to change your thinking. The thinking comes from what you're feeling. And that's the part that that people miss out on because they don't want to deal with the feeling. Man, if you just dealt with the feeling, though. Imagine who you could become. Number two, care about people past their ability to make the next payment. Come on. Just care about people past their ability to make the next payment. Yes, I get it. You put out a ton of free content. I'm thrilled and grateful that you do. But do more. Mm-hmm. It's not about just putting out free content because the only reason why you're really putting out free content, like 99%, is so that you can sell them something. Like, <laughs> let's just be honest. Every time I hear people say, "Oh, I'm putting out, I put out a ton of free content and that's enough," I'm like, "No, that is not enough." Because the only reason why you're doing it is because you have the thing behind it you're going to launch. You have the thing you want to sell. Blah 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 blah. You know, there's only like one person that I really see who I I respect. You know, there's only like one person that I really see and respect in this industry who truly puts out and gives the game away and I, and I feel holds a heart and it's Gary Vaynerchuk. Mm -hmm. I was just going to, yeah. It is the only person that I respect Mm -hmm. in business. And people ask me that all the time, who was my coach or, and things like that. If I, you know, I think Gary's content is probably the only content I'm willing to consume because not because it's so good. It's not that. It's because he really gives the game away without the ask for something in return. Right. He just hopes that the return comes. 
Um, and it's going to come from the person pursuing him. I think it's a big reason why, like there was a point in 2017, actually the year that I met you. Mm-hmm. Um, when I went to this conference, I was really, I remember talking to Albert all the time. And I was like, this industry is so weird. Like I've been teaching and speaking now, but like these people are weird and they don't really care and all mm-hmm. these things. And I heard Gary speak. And it was, it, I wasn't touched by how great of a speaker he was. I was actually really fascinated by him because when I went to go and look at him online after that, I found that I was looking at a person who gave the game away without the expectation, who wasn't holding out their hand. Right. That moment, the moment after, it's actually the back. I feel like Gary is 100% responsible holds part of the responsibility for me making a decision to do things like night school mm-hmm. and just give right give like the whole answer and the whole strategy because i was like he's doing it and everybody else is not you know like everybody else wants to be paid for it but he's doing doing it specifically not because he wants attention but because he's like let's just be good humans right hey guys let's be good humans it was the very first time and, and and why this is important for me to 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 say this because it only took one person doing the right thing to change my, to really force me. I was already doing that, but he forced me to do it louder, bigger, bolder, and more obnoxious. And look look at the amount of people we've touched. Mm-hmm. The amount of people who've never bought a product or service who are living way better lives, who I am believing with all of my body that in their communities and worlds, they're impacting. And I only know that happens because I, I get letters and emails and notes of what's of what's happening. It's like, Personal development leaders and people who are not coaching yet hmm. and who have a, a dynamite solution to problems that are on the planet. You're the most important people for me. Mm-hmm. I believe wholeheartedly to the leaders who exist today who I know have the capacity to be or do more and to the people who have not coached yet who are going, can I really help people? Can I really impact people? I'm like, you guys are my, you're my heroes. You're the answer. Right. You're the answer. You're going to actually be the ones that are going to touch others that, that the big names that will never get to. And correct. And, 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 and that's it. Mm-hmm. And they need to be touched. Right. And they need to be helped. Right. It's not just about John and Mary. It's about those kids in that house. Mm-hmm. It's about that son with cerebral palsy. Like one of my biggest things is I think that we need to have emotional literacy, emotional healthiness taught in schools. Mm. We teach all of the other literacy, literacies. We teach math. We teach science. We teach stuff that we're never going to use. But yet we don't know how to manage our emotions. How do we expect a child to be successful in school if, they're, if their home is in chaos? They leave a space of chaos and then they come to school and they're expected to learn and to and to absorb information when they're tired because they didn't get enough sleep. They're worried about like one of the biggest things that and that I remember one of the teens I was in my, one of my rooms. He had came into the room. He was all sweaty. He was late for showing up to the to the workshop. And, and I asked him, I was like, what happened? He goes, well. He goes, I had to get the bus, and he told me about the three different buses that he had to take to get there. He said, but I was afraid to leave my house. He said, I stood across the street and watched my mom because I was afraid her boyfriend was going to beat her. Hmm. This young man was afraid to leave his mom to go do something that was going to better his life in our workshop, teaching emotional literacy. He, well, he was hungry for that. Yeah. But yet he had to make a decision, am I going to leave my mom Yeah. or am I going to do this? Imagine that same decision and am I going to go to school or am I going to protect my family? That's wild. 
and yet we're going through and we're not teaching them, how do you manage those emotions? How do you put words to your feelings? How do you learn to really take accountability for the choices that you're making? We don't teach that in our school systems, but that's a core of what we should be taught. And then we expect that to be taught by parents who are hot messes themselves. Struggling in these streets. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. And then personal development leaders get these parents inside of their rooms or get in proximity. Mm-hmm. And, then they, and then they have an opportunity and they don't take the opportunity. Man, here's the truth. The truth is that we've both just walked through this together. You have, you're either the person who knows that you need to step up. Like you're saying to yourself, like, OMG, woo, I need to step up my game, but not by helping more people. You need to go get whole. Mm-hmm. Like the reason why I do the damn thing, the spirit and the essence, no matter where we have been over the last eight years has been so strong is because of the fact that as I teach, I'm whole. What I am behind the scene is what I am in front of the camera. I am the same person in the same way. I am the same person in the same way. I am no different. What's true for me as I say that is that, man, I want you to be whole too. You know why I want you to be whole? Because there are people who need you, Mm -hmm. but they need you past your program and the course. They need your heart. They need the truth of your human journey. They need the essence of what actually happens. What, how many times did you cry behind? What happens? How many times did you relapse? What is your home really like? You guys sleep in separate beds too? Like what's the truth? Hmm. What's the human truth of your journey? To the person who hasn't coached yet and you're like, man, I think that I, I think there's something for me here. I think I should be a coach. Listen. If you have the capacity to help people and to love people past their ability to make a payment and you have the willingness to own your entire story unapologetically, clearly, and more importantly, go first, man, oh man, I need you. There is nothing more true than we cannot do it by ourselves. Like we need you on the front line. Mm -hmm. We are on the hunt every day for people to be on the front line number three the world's solutions are here and if you have the capacity to lead i have the slight hunch that possibly part of the solution to the world's problems is in you but you're not doing enough and you're not doing more way past that bottom line and your ability to call yourself a six seven eight nine or ten figure whatever you are is your ability to actually reach people and to do some serious damage. And beyond the course that's automated and digital and easy for you to implement is your ability to actually shake a hand, respond to people. You know, Gary said something to me and Gary, if you ever hear this, I, I, you know, it was this sentence that changed it for me completely. Gary said, I respond to every single person on who reaches out to me. And sometimes I'm up till four in the morning. It takes me five hours a day. He goes, imagine it's five hours of my 24 hour day. Or like he started, it was three to four. And then it went up of my 24 hour day on top of all the things that I'm doing. He's like, I just sit there with my phone and reply to people. And he was like, you know why? Because they said something to me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, OMG. 
At that moment, every coach and person I talked to like, Tiffany, you can't do that. It's impossible. It's possible to do it at scale. And I was like, is it really impossible to love people at scale? No, it is not. It is not impossible. It is only the willingness. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this guy, this guy is responding to people one by one until four or five in the morning? As somebody who's texted him and got a response back, I was like, is this really you? And he's like, yes, sir, it is. Yes. I was like, wow. Amazing. Mm -hmm. The truth of the matter is that I, I don't know what your more is, but I am literally calling I'm literally calling out the industry and I'm putting in a personal request because there's a, there's a capacity for you to do the damn thing bigger and broader than you've ever done before. Number one, you have to own your story. Number two, you've got to be whole, whole, like a hundred percent whole. The ugly has to go front, whatever that is. And number three, how, how could I get you to entertain caring about people and loving on them, not loving them, loving on them that they can touch and feel in a tangible way past their ability to make another payment. And I will, I'd want to say to anybody who ever has felt victimized by the industry, allow me to apologize on behalf of the industry Mm. because not all are bad. There are amazing people out there who really, truly want to make a difference. That's one of the things that I love about do the damn thing and our do the damn thing nation is they truly do care. And there are people out there that are making a difference. And so if you have in any way began to disbelief, and if you've listened to this conversation this far, mm. like I know that you, your family, you're here with us. But yeah, if yeah. at any point you have ever felt victimized, taken advantage of, you had more, more money taken out than, than what you received and what you got, I want to say I'm sorry and it's time for us to change it. Be a part of the solution. Change the narrative with us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, do that.